Welcome to the Color Resale Podcast, episode number 15, Building New Habits to Improve Your Work-Life Balance. I think we've all been there. January 1st, bright-eyed, (laughs) bushy-tailed, with amazing New Year's resolutions that we feel so excited about, that fall flat on their face by the time January comes to a close. And I think that's because intention is never going to be enough to create habitual behavior. What habits take are systems, are sustainable systems that you can do time and time again. So today we're going to be talking about those systems, those methods to set you up for success so that your habits stick and that your work-life balance have this amazing foundation. Hustle mentality is alive and well amongst boss babes, but so is burnout. What if we shifted our habits, found clarity, honed in our passion, and approached our work-life balance holistically. I'm your host, Coco, entrepreneur, mama, spicy food lover, and owner of Color Resale. Check in every week as I share questions and actionable steps so that our life and business can thrive. Before we get into the nitty-gritty building blocks of habits, I did want to give a shout-out to episode number six of the Color Resale podcast episode, Finding Work-Life Balance During Any Season of Life. Think of that as the entree, and this is the pairing of fine wine to go along with it. Definitely check that episode out first. In it, I talk about work-life balance and how it transforms and changes in different stages of our life. And I also talk about a way that we can look at work-life balance uh, by a different perspective and really open it up to give ourselves a little more grace. And one of the main points that I drive home in that episode is how important habits are. Uh, One of the main questions that I received after producing and uh, posting that episode was how to create these new habits and how to have them stick. Because it's one thing to say habits are important, it's another thing to actually have habits work. I found that habits are one of the trickiest things to have stick uh, because life gets in the way. And one of the things that I found uh, most success with is creating really concrete habits. systems to go around habits so that there's um there's no it's a no-brainer there's not not a lot of thinking there's not a lot of tension um and that there is easy access to these habits so let's jump into it i have five ideas to share with you today let's get into the first idea which is why you're doing it Now, this might seem like a no-brainer, but I think that choosing something that actually matters to you and not something that you think you should be doing is going to be a great way to start it off. I have set up, which I'm starting tomorrow, a color resale two-week work-life balance challenge. And in that challenge, we're going to be choosing one habit of each Um, So one habit for life, one habit for work, um, and doing them every single day for two weeks. It'll be really fun. We'll be posting about it on our Instagram, and it'll kind of be something that we can all do uh, together. One of the things that I talked about um, in my newsletter talking about this challenge more in depth was what I will be choosing. So for life, I chose um, water, drinking water, and then for work, I chose Um, listing 15 items to my Poshmark store. So 15 new items up for sale a day. Now, um, why did I choose those things? 
Um, I chose those things because they were stepping stones to bigger dreams, bigger goals. So it's easy to say um, drink more water, but what I'm really trying to do is imagine myself in the future hydrated, my skin feeling good, not having headaches. Um, this time of year during the winter, the heater is so drying. So it, it's, it's this way to combat a lot of the things that I felt in years past. So it's not just drinking water just because I think it's healthy, but it's drinking water because I know how it will personally affect me. I can imagine myself hydrated. I can see the benefits. I can make it personal and I can envision myself in that space. And the same with work, right? It's not just I want 15 items in my closet or in my shop a day just because that sounds fun, but I want it because I want more money for the holidays and I want to take off some days of work later on and I know that these pieces will set me up for a bigger picture. So I think what's really important with when choosing your habit is um, taking a step back and seeing what results those habits will yield and seeing if you can envision yourself, right? If you are trying to go to the gym every day but you don't think of yourself as athletic or you don't really see those um, the results of going to the gym and you can't picture yourself um, you know, feeling the way you want to feel or running up those stairs without getting winded or whatever it may be. If you don't have that end goal, that vision, your eye on the prize, right? That's why they say that. Then I don't think that the habit will stick. So first off is choosing something that's important to you and being able to envision the end result really clearly and making sure that that end result really matters to you because without it mattering, it's not going to stick, right? Um, Number two is um, giving yourself some grace. So I just learned this one. This number two is really fresh for me, which is that uh, a lot of the time when you participate in a challenge, if you don't do it perfectly, you can't check off the day. So in this two-week challenge that I'm about to start hosting, um, the idea would be if I didn't drink water that day, I couldn't check off the day. But instead, I think what will be really important is to remember that you do get better each day. There is progress. The systems, the habits will become easier as you do it. So drinking water on the first day, I might forget all day and have to drink it before bed and then be up all night going to the bathroom. Um, but the next day, I might start off by drinking water in the morning, setting myself up for success. So I think what's really important when building habits is even if it's not perfect, attempt to do it. So if your goal is to um, run for 10 minutes a day and the first day you're so winded um, into the three minute mark, still give yourself kudos for the day. Still check off the day because you did move closer to that goal and three minutes might be just what you need on day one to make it so that on day two you can run for four minutes or you can run for five minutes or whatever it may be. But giving yourself um, some some space and some grace for improvement, right? Okay, the next thing is to enforce your goals with systems. We've talked a little bit about this already, but it needs to be um, systems that are obvious and that are clear. So, uh, for example, let's go back to my goal of drinking water a day. So, if I put my habit or my goal 
as drinking water, I don't think I would succeed well because that is a really vague goal. So what my goal, what I have actually written down is to drink four bottles of the water of <laughs> just... Here I go, stumbling again. Um, what I have as my goal is drinking four of my water bottles. My water bottles hold um, 24 ounces, so that's 96 ounces of water a day. Um, that is a lot more uh, obvious and clear of a goal than just drinking water, right? So if your uh, goal for your life was to eat healthier, there's a lot of room for um, misunderstanding, right? What do you mean by healthier, right? Does that mean that you're cutting out processed sugars for two weeks? Does that mean that you are eating portions that make your body feel good? Does that mean that you're eating more vegetables? Um, that is a little more concrete. And it, the more specific you can get, the more you're setting yourself up for success. So instead of more vegetables, maybe it's, you know, four servings of vegetables or whatever it may be, right? Or half your plate is green every time you sit down or colorful every time you sit down. Or maybe it's um, taking all of the processed carbs and making it whole wheat and um, more like seedy and fibrous. Uh, that is a more clear and concise uh, system. Uh, the other thing that you're going to want to do is track your habits, especially when you're starting off. The goal is to have these be second nature, that you don't need to track it. But in the beginning, when you're setting yourself up and you're starting this journey, tracking it makes a lot of sense. You can track it very simply with pen and paper. There's also amazing apps um, and if you're doing the challenge with me, I've created an image that we can all share publicly on Instagram. And I find that having that level of um, sharing it publicly holds you accountable. It has people cheer for you. If you need help, if something isn't working out, if you have questions, then you have a community of people behind you. One of the things that I first did when I was trying to really cultivate habits for myself was do it all alone. And I found that it was really hard to succeed without a community of people, um, without support. Support is such an integral piece to habit building, habit forming. I think that's why um, systems like Weight Watchers or any other kind of community-based AA, NA, um, really helps to have community. That's why they're not having people do it alone is because there is real power in um, having people to count on and people to rely on. So if you're doing the challenge with me, uh, make sure to tag at Colorisale so that I can see it and cheer you on. Um, I'm definitely rooting for you. So the next idea in habit forming is to make it fun. And this can be really tricky if one of your habits isn't um, something that you're looking forward to. So a lot of people um, struggle with the gym, right? They don't find it fun. Well, there are ways of making it really fun, right? You can listen, you can make a playlist that you just absolutely love that you only listen to when you're at the gym. You can listen to audiobooks, you can watch some shows, um, you can treat yourself to something after like a bath bomb in your bubble bath or something crazy like that. The important piece of making it fun is that um, is that 
you you make it desirable for yourself without harming the habit, right? So if the habit, for example, is um, eating vegetables, eating cleaner, cutting out the processed sugar, then um, treating yourself with bars of chocolate kind of <laughs> gets in the way of the habit that you're trying to build. So making sure it's fun is really important, but making sure that it supports your habit is equally as important for this one. So ideas of other things that could be fun is if um, your um, habit that you're trying to build is a really beautiful morning routine, maybe it's changing up your environment. Maybe it's getting a new candle or lighting a candle or picking yourself some flowers. Um, if it's drinking water, maybe it's having a favorite cup if you don't have one. Um, maybe trying out some of the ones you already have, going out, getting a new one. Maybe it's adding flavor, like adding some lemon to it or cucumber or mint, something like that. Something that makes it fun. And this is one that's going to be on you because <laughs> I don't know exactly what's going to make this fun, but I do know that having it be alluring, especially in the beginning, is really important. So maybe you are adding flavor in the beginning and then you can wean yourself off if it's too much work or maybe that's just the way that you're going to drink water now. Maybe you're going to just have yummy, flavorful water from here on out. The last step and the most important step I have for you today is to make it easy, to make it accessible, truly accessible. If there's one thing that I hope you take away from this episode, besides um, the, one of the first ideas, which was remembering that improving, um, that improvement might happen slowly, giving yourself some grace, is to make it easy. So what I mean by make it easy is if your goal is to go to the gym, um, packing up your gym clothes the night before, having a gym bag that you go to, making sure that if you're trying to eat more veggies that your veggies are prepped and in the fridge and are accessible so you that you're not washing them and cutting them every time you need to when you have the chips that are so ready right there. Um, make sure that it's an easy, that there's not this hurdle that you're having to jump to make the habit stick. So for work, for example, my goal is to list 15 items. So maybe one of the things that I do as a gift to my myself to make this easier is I take the pictures beforehand. I have a day that I'm just taking a bunch of pictures um, and I do it in bulk so that for the next few days, especially starting off, I'm not trying to take pictures, edit them, and list them all in the same day. Um, I have them already, <coughs> woo, I have the pictures already taken and all I really need to do is focus on the actual habit itself. Um, I will leave you with a bonus idea. I know I said that that was the last one, but I just thought of another one, which is it's really important not to pile on too many habits at once. Habits, to truly have lasting habits, they need to have time to really flourish into something that is grounded in your life. So adding seven habits in one day, the likelihood of all of them sticking and being able to do all of them for long periods of time is very slim, right? So I love the idea of I'm all about looking at my life holistically. If <laughs> that's the whole point of this whole podcast is looking at that work life mix and making sure that um, both areas are 
given a lot of love and attention so that they both can thrive. So I like choosing one for each. That's the whole point of this challenge that I'll be hosting, this two-week challenge, is to look at one specific habit of each area, one specific habit for life and one specific habit for work. And what I found is that that's a sustainable uh, combo. One of each is manageable because life gets in the way. Even if you plan this beautifully to a T, which I'm sure you will, life happens, right? Things happen. Um, Your friend might need you. There might be an uptick at work. There might, you know, your website might crash. Whatever it may be, there's things that are out of our control. So scheduling it too closely will um, not leave a lot of room for you to thrive and these habits to stick. I would love to hear what you have to say when it comes to habits and work-life balance. I would absolutely adore to do this challenge with you. It's easy breezy. Um, I found that two weeks for me is the time that I need to really get the habit starting to form. Um, Two weeks is when I really start to see the benefits of the habit. Uh, I started going to the gym every day very recently, about um, two months ago, a month and a half ago, and I started noticing the results of that habit after two weeks. After two weeks, I started realizing, yep, I need to have my clothes set out the night before, I need to have a certain playlist, I need to have the audiobook set up, I need to um, have it easy peasy. Um, I started to notice all the things that supported um, going to the gym, and it took, yeah, two weeks to figure it out. Um, So I'm hoping that this challenge is the sweet spot for you too. I'm so excited to cheer you on. The best way to go about this is to um, reach out to me on Instagram at Color Resale. Um, I will um, send you, I can resend the newsletter to you. We can, I can give you the image so that you can post it on your stories. Um, We can talk about it. If you're having trouble figuring out what habit you would like to implement, I do recommend going back and checking out episode number six. I really do a deep dive in that. I know today was really focused on habit and not so focused on work-life balance, but as I said in the beginning, this is the foundational piece for work-life balance, our habits. So if you get this and you get episode six and you mix them together, I think that's really going to be what sets you up for success for this two-week challenge. I can't wait to hear all about it. Um, I hope you and your family are doing well. I know this last week with the election was total madness. A lot of us were in a funk, so I thought that this challenge would just sprout us out out of it. And um, did that even make sense? I don't know. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Um, Yes, wishing you and your loved ones all the best. Thank you for spending time with me. I'm so looking forward to this, and um, I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. Mm-hmm.